What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinner coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Mental Medicine. Today's podcast is about positivity. We're going to talk today about how we as individuals can remain positive no matter the challenges that come before us in our lives. I know it is difficult at times. I know it is not that easy. There are a lot of negative things in the world that exist today, especially now with the advancements of technology. There's a lot of things bombarding us from left, from right, from right in front of our eyes, on our devices, the people in front of us, the places that we work, their methods of transportation. No matter what it is, we can still find ways to search for the positive and keep them in the forefront of our minds so that we can aim for a life that is fulfilling, that is full of passion, that is full of what it is that we expect to see in the world coming from ourselves. So positivity. I'm sure that you have, just as I have, come across a number of people in your lives that are overwhelmingly positive. They're the ones who are borderline annoying or or are in fact actually annoying with the amount of positivity that they exude. Now, I'm not talking about the ones who are really high on life because they have truly found what it is that they are meant to do and will not stop doing what it is that they are meant to do, even if that involves trying to make other people feel positive. The ones that I'm saying that are annoyingly positive are the ones that refuse to look at the reality of life. They refuse to look at the situations in their life as potential uh, opportunities to learn something. Failure, for example, they fail at something in their life and then immediately they refuse to look at it from that position of actual failure and say, no, this is a success. They don't really understand how or why it is a success in their life, but they just make the choice to say, nope, it's not a failure. This is success. I think I've learned something from this and I will move forward. Even in those moments of failure that you want to turn things into a positive, you have to take the time. You can't immediately just flip the switch and say, oh, this is, this is a positive situation. Eventually, once you become really practiced at it and you understand what it is that you are meant to be doing and what you can extract from these situations that are potential failures or potential successes, I should say, once you become more practiced at these, then you can immediately switch from one to the other in the blink of an eye. Why? Because you have come across it so many times. You know exactly what resonates with you and what doesn't. However... For those of us out there who need a little bit more practice, this is where we can start to look at things in a new way. So what are some of the differences between the people who are truly positive, who actually do take the time to look at the negative side of life, analyze it, reanalyze it, and reform it into something that is potentially positive and will lead them in a better direction versus those who just think they can immediately flip the switch and try to do the same for other people without actually taking their feelings, their situations, that other person's life into consideration. They refuse to flip their hand over and look at the other side and realize that the hand is actually the same thing, just a different perspective. The people who truly are positive and the ones that take the time to look at things in a way that will benefit them and help them to become more of a positive person over time, those are the ones who are not afraid to express their true emotions. Those are the ones who always get themselves back on the bright side quickly, and they are sometimes quick to even help others do the same. 
by doing what I mentioned earlier, which is taking the other person's feelings, the other person's situation, the other person's thoughts into consideration without automatically coding over top of their feelings with their own. They have a hunger that other people don't. They have a desire to truly see people not suffer anymore, to truly help people get through a difficult time in their life. The ones that tell them, you know what? This doesn't matter. Keep moving forward. Focus on what it is that you want to get out of this situation. If there's other people involved, bring them with you. But don't dwell on this side of the river and hope that someday you'll get across to the other side so that you can keep moving. The water is not in your way. It is a part of your journey. They see a rainy day as not bad weather they look as an they look at it as an opportunity to dress differently to dig out all the pieces of clothing in their closet that they maybe never thought of wearing for such a long period of time so the one thing that always sticks out to me whenever people say that oh, it's rainy weather it's a it's such a such bad weather outside well there really is no such thing as bad weather just inappropriate clothing. I remember one person told me that a long time ago, and I'll never forget that. The people who are truly positive are the ones that see failure as an opportunity for success. They don't immediately see it as a success. They see it as an opportunity to keep going. They take a look at what it is that people call failure, analyze it, put it into practice in a different way the next time around, and see what they can really learn from it there because the learning is not really from the actual failure they take a look at it they analyze it when they put it into practice and try to make it different the second time around that's when the learning becomes beneficial these people are also the ones that see weaknesses as strengths you hear it all the time like job interviews for example well what weaknesses do you have well i don't have any weaknesses i just see them as potential strengths well elaborate please the ones that truly understand how the weaknesses can become strengths are through the same practice that i just mentioned they apply their weaknesses in a way that they are not afraid to look at them they are not afraid to announce that they are in fact weak in these areas with the ambition, with the hunger, with the passion to transform them into strengths over time. And the ones who truly are positive are not the ones who are annoyingly positive. They actually will view the people who are annoyingly positive as annoying, just like the rest of the normal world. But make, but they make sure that they imagine themselves in that person's shoes to help understand exactly why that person is seen in that kind of a light. And they also go even a step further to help others understand why that is a misinterpretation of a person being annoyingly positive, of that person being unable to see what it is that truly is potentially positive in their life, what they can learn from it. Again, coming back to the example of failure, don't just jump from failure to success. Actually learn from it. What is it that they can actually learn? So the person who is truly positive, they might see that person as, yes, being annoying, but they also take that extra step and say, you know what? 
let's look a little deeper and see why people actually call this other person annoying or annoyingly positive. Why is this a misinterpretation? What is it about that individual that we can learn from so that we can also become better individuals? So sticking with the analogy of failure and success when it comes to positivity, I'm going to read to you the actual letter that Albert Einstein received from the University of Bern in 1907. And this letter was essentially a rejection letter from him about his research that he was proposing to the school. So here's how the letter goes, and it was written on June 6th of 1907. Dear Mr. Einstein, your application for the doctorate has not been successful at this time, and as such you are not eligible for the position of associate professor. While you posed an interesting theory in your article published in, pardon my pronunciation here, Annalen der Physique, we feel that your conclusion about the nature of light and the fundamental connection between space and time are somewhat radical. Overall, we find your assumption to be more artistic than actual physics. Sincerely yours, Professor Wilhelm Heinrich, Ph.D., the Dean of Sciences at University of Bern. Einstein was rejected, but look where he got. Now, it doesn't mean that he used it just through positivity. Maybe he used it through persistence, through a consistent belief and study and research that what he believed was actually true, even though it's a theory. The idea of moving from this point opening up the mailbox, opening up this envelope, and reading this letter, and still making the decision to move forward, is truly the act of using failure to turn into success and remaining a positive individual, no matter the hardship, no matter the challenge. There were times, I'm sure, just as any other human being, he felt that it was the end, that he couldn't go any further, that perhaps no one believed in him, that he he didn't have the support, he didn't have the faith behind him, or maybe even within him, to continue any further. But he did, and look where it got him. So you yourself, you have this same power within you. You have this same, maybe you have the same hunger inside of you. Maybe you have the same amount of determination, the same amount of belief as Einstein did inside of himself. We all have that ability and we are all the product of positivity. We are all the complete embodiment of positivity. Think about it. Two people came together for a specific purpose and utilize the gift that was given to them from, from God, from the universe, whatever superpower that you believe in, to bring you into this world, to give you life. And you are sitting here right now listening to this podcast with the same ability, with the same root of positivity living inside of you. 
Now, maybe you can't quite see it yet, but the fact that you can't see it is because the world is balanced by and sometimes pushed out of balance by something that we call negativity. We are constantly bombarded by the negative comments that people have, the negative news that is out there, the negative uh, things that people have to say. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in traffic or if you're standing in line at the store. People have many negative things to say about other people, about other situations, about things that are going on in their life, about things that are going on in other people's lives. There is constant negativity. But if we can just listen past that negativity to just the message that is being delivered and we can interpret it in just a different way, then we ourselves can adopt the message and transform it into something a little bit more positive that is a little bit better for us to live live off of, so to speak. So just a little shift in our language can change how we see the world. So one of the main reasons why people cannot come to understand the power of positivity is because they feel reality is overwhelmingly full of negativity and that they are surrounded by others who are constantly negative. I'm sure you've heard the phrase that goes something like, we are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So if you find yourself constantly surrounded by people who are overwhelmingly negative, how on earth are you ever going to transform or discover the potential for positivity within yourself? First, you have to see and understand that the people or the words or the situations around you are in fact overwhelmingly negative. From that point on, you get to make the decision to become positive. You get to make the decision to say, you know what, I am tired of this. I do not like to be surrounded by these people. They are sucking the soul out of me. The words that they use, the things that they constantly talk about, the people that are constantly complaining about, the tiniest little things bugs the hell out of me. And I have had enough. The words that we choose to use determine how positively charged we are as individuals. You use positive words, you're going to be a positive person. Constantly choose negative words, what do you think you'll be? Of course, a negative person. And how positively charged your words are and how positively charged you are as an individual will determine how influential your charge can be towards other people. Because that's what's happening. It's an exchange. It's an exchange of positivity from one person to another. Think about it. When you're surrounded by people who are negative, how do you feel? You feel negative. It is a challenge to stay positive in an overwhelmingly negative situation. It is possible. It is very possible. I find myself challenging myself when I, in fact, am in, embedded in a negative conversation. I have to find a way to look at things from a positive perspective. Again, it is not easy. 
It takes time. It takes practice. It takes dedication. It takes looking deep within our deep within yourself to understand why you are doing what you are doing and to stay on that path. Does not matter how negative you are. Does not matter what car that you ride in the back of when the driver is constantly complaining about how how many idiots are on the road or how ridiculous the lights are timed in the city that keep them from getting to the destination so that they can move on to the next customer. That does not matter. What matters is your ability to transform a negative situation into a positive one. And over time, you can actually do that. Many people have come up to me and told me that I am an inspirational person. I'm a positive person. I'm an optimistic person who is, in fact, in love with life. That is other people's perception of me. Doesn't mean it's not true. I'm just sharing the fact that it is their perception of me. So I am doing something that is delivering a message to them that says, wow, this person is inspirational. This person is positive. This person is definitely optimistic and in love with life. I didn't force anyone to think that about me, and I certainly didn't project falsely a sense of positivity to others so that they think of me this way either. This is actually who I have become. It's not who I've always been, believe it or not, because this part of me I created. I created through the same practices that I mentioned before. I constantly looked at situations. I didn't talk. I didn't react. I trained myself to respond. I responded to situations in a way that I knew would serve me, would serve the space around me and the people who were, in fact, delivering a negative message. I tried for just a moment to help them see what it is that I see. I can't force anyone to think what I think. I can't force anyone to speak the way that I speak. I can't force anyone to understand the way that I understand things. I can't do any of that. I can only do that for myself. What I can do is my best in delivering my messages in a way that are as positively charged as possible. I am determined to never let negativity take hold of my life. Yes, I am a normal person just like you. I am not one of these annoyingly and overwhelmingly positive individuals out there who refuse to take a look at reality for a few moments before they decide to become positive. I will become emotionally charged just as I am positively charged. Emotionally charged in the sense that, yeah, I get pissed, I get angry, I get sad, I get happy, I get all of the emotions that normal people actually get. I don't hide those. I let them come through. Why? Because they are the vehicle that drive me in the direction of what I ultimately am trying to seek, what I am ultimately looking for in my life, what I am ultimately passionate about. They remind me of who I am. My emotions drive me away from negativity and back towards positivity. I, like you, was gifted with this life, and only I get to decide what to do with it. Only you get to decide what to do with yours. Positivity is only annoying 
to people who are envious, who are unmotivated, who are lost in their search for their passion, and above all, they're bored. They are bored with their life. They are bored with the things that they have accomplished. They are bored with where they are at in their life. They are hungry for something else, but they don't know how to eat. They don't know what they should be feeding themselves. They don't remember what it is that actually drives them to get to the next stage. They have forgotten, essentially, who they are. So I ask you, have you forgotten who you are? Have you forgotten how to be positive? Do you only remember how to be negative? Do you actually notice yourself getting into a negative train of thought, negative situations? Do you hear the negativity in the voices of the people around you? Do you hear how they become a part of you? Do you understand how they become a part of you? Can you transform them? Can you not react? Can you respond? Can you take a few moments in those environments of negativity? Figure out what it is that you can do, whether it's change a few words, whether it's change your train of thought, whether it's just simply observe what's going on in the other people around you and keep yourself positively charged does not mean you have to deliver to the other people around you until you are ready but you yourself first can you remain positive in the most negative situation this practice of being a positive person does not mean you will become an annoying person an annoyingly positive person this practice of positivity will train you to become one of the strongest versions of you that will have existed until this point in your life. Practice this now. I urge you. I urge you to do this now in your life. To erase any potential for negativity. Although you're going to observe it, although you're going to feel it flow through you, always flow in the direction of positivity. Again, remember, that although you might feel like you're stuck on one side of the river, the water is not in your way from getting to the other side. The water is part of the journey. How you navigate it, how you analyze it from getting from one point to the other point on the other side will determine what you get out of it. It's a part of the journey. It is not a burden. It is not in your way. It is the road to positivity. The challenges in our life are challenging us to remain positive, are challenging us to keep our heads up, to keep our eyes forward, to keep ourselves focused. All of those things in our lives are ensuring that we remain positive people. If you can master this practice of positivity, I guarantee you that you will have as I always say, a fulfilling life, a life where you will truly understand what it is that you are meant to do, who you are meant to be, and how you can transform lives around you in the process. Positivity is the root of passion. It is the guide in your life as long as you allow it to remain in front of you.
And to finish on a positive note, in the words of a famous man, Willie Nelson, once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results. That's it for this week. I'm Justin Flinner, and this is the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Mentor Medicine, coming to you live from Northern Virginia. Thank you all for listening, and be sure to tune in next week. And of course, have a positive day, a positive week, and as always, live a positive life. I'll see you back here next time. podcast is brought to you by My Mentor Medicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at mymetromedicine.com.